Hey, welcome in everybody. This is the South Lot Football Guys podcast. Uh, I am Evan Newberger here with me this week. We've got Adam Sidek again. No Robbie this week. He's still uh, soaking up the sun in Florida, but uh, he'll be back for the playoffs, rest assured. But uh, me and Adam will hold it down here for this week. Adam, how you doing? Doing good. A lot of uh, I like this added playoff format because it's given us a lot of fun Week 17 matchups, which. I mean, this. I think we got one team that's not playing for anything. Yeah. Which normally it's like five or six, so it's it's making the NFL season a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. I can't recall a week seventeen with this much intrigue. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. It'll be uh, fun to see how it plays out. Uh. Yeah. Um. You know, so big week seventeen matchup here. Um. You know, we'll break down all the games for you this week, and then uh. You know, we'll. We'll be back, as uh, of course, to kind of break down these uh, playoff weeks for you too. Uh, so we'll be with you here all the way through the end of the playoffs. Uh, you know, getting you guys prepared uh, week in and week out. Uh, but with that, uh, let's uh, get set here for the news. All right, for the news, um, the L.A. Rams dealing with a little bit of injury bug. Jerry Goff um, had surgery on his thumb. He's going to be out this week. Um, seems like he could have a chance of playing next week if they make it. Um, Daryl Henderson, the running back, uh, high ankle sprain. He's going to be out this week, probably two or three week injury. So um, losing him for week 17 is uh, not, not ideal. Uh, speaking of not ideal, Dwayne Haskins. Um, he was cut immediately after the game, uh, which is which is always fun, you know. They get a little spite cut there, but uh, he he went undra- or unclaimed in waivers, so you know he's gonna he's gonna have a long road ahead of him to get back in that NFL field if he ever does. But you know we had bad pick at this point. So that, that, <laughs> <laughs> that that is clear. It's up there with Josh Rosen. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, actually, breaking news: maybe 25 minutes ago, David Bakhtiari. Um, he tore his ACL in practice today. He's going to be out for the rest of the year. That That is a huge loss. I know Rick Wagner um, banged up his knee last week. It doesn't seem to be a serious injury, but um, this, his week 17 status is up up in the air. So uh, Packers dealing with a little bit of uh, O-line issues at the wrong time of the year for sure. And then um, COVID news, um, the savior, Ryan Fitzmagic, uh, he is going to be out for this week 17 matchup let's hope they don't need them uh the the closer is not available for uh this week 17 (laughs) matchup and a winner winner go home matchup for the dolphins riding on Tua. yeah um that's that's about it for the week week uh 17 news all right uh well then before we get into uh the games let's take a look at how we did last week so uh starting with our locks of the week adam you had broncos plus three that was a push we don't have a drop for the push. We don't have a drop for the push, yeah. <laughs> draw. Uh, uh, oh, draw. we do. Do we have a draw? Do we? I think we do have a draw. I don't see draw. Uh, Robbie's not here to get it. <laughs> I don't think we have a draw. Um, yeah, so uh, it's all right. We'll take a push. Uh, Robbie had the team minus uh, two and a half. So I missed. And then uh, I he, had. He texted us, too. Right before that matchup, he's like, "I'm worried about Haskins." Yeah, yeah. So he was. Uh, and he was right about that. He was. I think we were all sort of expecting Alex Smith. Yeah, yeah. yeah it happens. It's fine. Uh, and then uh, Titans plus three and a half. I was pretty bullish on that. So I missed. Yeah, that wasn't close. Um, 
Yeah, Packers just dominated snow that game. game. Yeah, snow game. It was fun. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Packers looked really good. Blue Titans out of the water. Game was never really close. Uh, so, uh, yeah, pretty wrong there. <laughs> uh, for our podcast parlay, we did the team. Um, again, they were minus 2.5. We had Broncos plus 3. We pushed on that. Then we also had the Bills minus 7, which hit. That was uh, that was a – yeah, we felt pretty good about that one. It was a lock. Uh, somebody should have locked it up. Probably me. <laughs> <laughs> um and so yeah, that covered. So uh, yeah, we kind of pushed on uh, on the week, but uh, with that, uh, let's just jump right in here to the week seventeen intrigue. So uh, starting it off here, AFC East uh, matchup with uh, you know a lot on the line for both teams involved. It's the Miami Dolphins heading up to uh, Buffalo to take on the Bills, where the Bills are one point favorites at home in this one. With the over/under set at forty-four and a half, uh, Adam, I'm going to send it over to you to start us off here. Yeah, for this one, uh, yeah, I could see this one sort of flopping either way. I'm going to take the Dolphins money line. Just you know, it's it's tough to call these Week 17 games for the Bills right now. They they're the two seed. Um, the only team that could catch them is the Steelers, and it seems like they're going to be resting majority of their starters. Um, so I'm not sure if the Bills are going to be at full strength. Um, if, if they were, I would definitely take the Bills, but I just think Week 17 against a team that's playing, you know, you know, winner to go home scenario um, versus a team that you know could. It's a possibility that they they really don't need to play their starters. So I I'm just going to lean Dolphins in a um, you know a little bit of uncertainty. But if the Bills Bills were at full health, I'd be on the Bills all day. Okay. Uh, I'm going the other way, and I'm going the other way hard. Uh, I'm going Bills minus one, and it's my lock of the week. It's a lock. No. Got to start it off hot here. Um, yeah, I think uh, I expect the Bills to uh, go out there, play pretty uh, tough in this one, and and keep starters in for as long as the game is competitive. Um, and I think the reasoning for that is, uh, you know, they're still fighting for that two seed. Um, so. Obviously, uh, depending on what the Steelers do. Uh, but there's some value in getting the two seed because you will get the uh, second round home playoff game rather than having to go on the road. And I think that matters. And uh, I expect the, the Bills to come out and, you know, want to lock that up. So, uh, you know, and the fact that two is going to be uh, a quarterback the whole time, I mean, he just he hasn't been able to move the ball well at all. Um, you know, and Josh Allen's really got this Bills offense dialed in. So, I mean, honestly, even if the bill starters only played half i i still think i'd take bills minus one here so i feel pretty good about it who's their backup matt barkley i think yeah matt barkley hey, he's 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 capping it he's, he's fun <laughs> <laughs> we had we had a short little stint with matt barkley in chicago it was interesting um in uh robbie's pick uh robbie's going bills here as well so uh two of us on the bills i'm locking it up adam's liking dolphins money line so uh, we're all over the map on that one, but it uh, should be interesting. Game two, we've got uh, Baltimore Ravens uh, taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, the Bengals are 12.5-point underdogs at home in this one with the over-under set at 44.5. Ravens are, uh, you know, they're a win-and-get-in scenario. Uh, as long as they win the game, they're going to be uh, in the playoffs, so they still got a lot to play for. They certainly want to want to drop a game here to the Bengals and, and put their uh, playoff hopes at risk. Um, I'm, I'm going Ravens here. I feel really good about it. Um, you know, 
last three or four weeks, they've just been uh, really firing on all cylinders. Uh, offenses kind of matched the level of play that the defense has exhibited all year. And uh, Lamar has looked great. Adam, I think you said it last week, it looked like you know Lamar just might have needed a little bit of time to recover from his COVID uh, illness earlier on in the year. But, uh, you know, they're they're looking really good right now. I would want to play them going to the playoffs. And, you know, 12 and a half is a big number, but I fully expect them to be able to cover this. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel like I say it every time that they're big favorites. They cover these big spreads. And, you know, you can look back historically at the data that they beat the teams that they should be beat. And uh, they beat them handily. Uh, that's why they have the biggest run or uh, point differential in the NFL at this point, despite being a playoff or wild card seeded team. So yeah, I'm taking the Ravens, and you know I feel great about twelve and a half. I know Brandon Allen had a pretty decent game. They they were able to run the ball, but that Texans defense is is pitiful. Um, Ravens should have no problem covering this spread. I, I love them. All right. And uh, Robbie's on the Ravens as well, so all of us feeling pretty good here about uh, Baltimore on the road. All right, next up we've got the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland where the Browns are 10-point favorites with an over-under set at 42. Um, you know, Adam, you, you kind of said it earlier, but the I think the thinking here is the Steelers might be resting uh, some of their players. And, uh, yeah, so I, I still think this, uh, this 10 point number is a bit too high. Um, you know, it, it is a win and get in situation for the Browns. They need to win here. Uh, but the 10 points against the Steelers defense and the way the Browns offense, you know, looked against the Jets, uh, has me concerned. Um, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable picking them to lay 10 here. This isn't probably a game I'm going to bet personally, um, just because I, I really don't know what to expect out of the Steelers here either in terms of uh, how much you know we're going to see Ben out there, how much they want to push him, uh, or any of the other big names on you know offense and defensive side of the ball. So um, I'll lean Steelers here, but this is probably a game I stay away from. Yeah, no, I feel the same way. Uh, I mean, they, they made the announcement that uh, Mason Rudolph will be the starter for this game. Uh, even, I mean, but Mike Tomlin made it clear that, you know, they, they can't rest all their starters. It's just not feasible, feasibly possible. So even if the Browns are going up against, you know, a squad of half starters, half backups, you know, 10, 10 points is a lot. Um, this Steelers defense is deep. Uh, maybe not a pass rush anymore, but, I mean, they, they're still a good unit. And, um, you know, I, I expect them to keep this game relatively close uh i fully expect the browns to come out with the win here they, they need it um they're going to be with their wide receivers after last week's debacle um but still in an interdivision matchup um both these teams are going to be playoff teams yeah i'm taking the steelers to hang in there and cover the 10 all right so uh yep yeah, robbie also on the steelers he's got a list as a confident pick so uh but uh he may have uh done that before it was uh admitted that uh ben wasn't gonna play so um yeah you know we'll see it's gonna be kind of tough to peg what you're gonna see uh out on the field but you know you can count on the browns really uh, going all out for it uh you know just based on their playoff situation so uh we'll see uh next game up we're into the nfc north here it's the minnesota vikings taking on the detroit lions uh Nothing really to play for in this one. Um, both these teams are eliminated. No shot at the playoffs. And um, 
the Lions are seven-point underdogs at home with the over-under set at 54.5. Adam, I'll uh, send it over to you. What are your thoughts on this one? Uh, This this is one I'm not going to (laughs) bet. Just too many variables and unknowns. Um, I mean, even... You don't know if Matthew Stafford's going to play. Um, the, the the eternal Kenny Galladay question. He's not playing this He's week. He's not. <laughs> we do know that Dalvin Cook's not playing for the Vikings. That's an unexpected. Uh, I think his dad dad passed away, so um, he's going to be out. But I'm going to take the Lions here. Um, if this was under seven, I would take the Vikings. I, I feel like this line's really good. But getting a full touchdown for an interdivision team at home. Um, yeah, I'm going to lean that. I, they, they're going to be able to run the ball regardless of who the quarterback is with the AP, DeAndre Swift, one-two punch. And I, I just expect this game to be a touchdown within a touchdown. So I'm going to take the Lions with the points. But if it was six and a half, I'd probably flop. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to be on the Lions too. This is, again, yeah, a game I'm not going to bet. I I don't know what we're going to see here. You know, like you said, Adam, uh Dalvin Cook being out is is a huge consideration. They are deep at running back in Minnesota, so um, yeah, I I don't think they'll be hurt too much there. I mean, even if it's down to Amir Abdullah getting uh, you know a good chunk of carries, I think uh, you know he can handle it. But uh, just too many variables, like you said, uh, too many unknowns in this one. That I think to to play. If I had to lean anything, I, like you said, I think I'd take the. Uh, Lions uh, plus seven uh, at home. Just uh, you know, based on these division games, probably going to be uh, you know tightly contested, lower scoring. But uh, yeah, I mean, just too many variables. Uh, uh, you know, just outstanding at this point. So uh, I'm going to lean Lions, but yeah, this isn't a game I'm thinking I'm going to bet on. And uh, Robbie is on the Vikings this week. All right, uh, next game up, guys, we've got the New York Jets taking on the New England Patriots, where the Patriots are three-point favorites at home, and the over-under in this one, a uh, dismal 39-and-a-half. <laughs> um, yeah, this is, a, this is a fun one. You know, it's the, it's the new-look Jets. Uh, they're firing on all cylinders. They're feeling themselves. They just uh, pissed away the first-round pick, so really they're just – you might as well win now. Um, <laughs> so uh, – the Jets, uh, I, I I like them this week, uh, plus three, which is uh, surprising. But um, I mean, the Patriots have just looked so bad lately, and Cam Newton. I'm wondering if Cam is. I think Cam's probably started his last game in the NFL. Like this is this is probably his last game. If the shoulder is that bad, yeah. I mean, like I don't I don't care how good of a runner you are. If you can't throw the ball twenty yards down the field, yeah. you can't be an NFL starter. Yeah, like maybe maybe he signs on to be a backup somewhere, but yeah, um, yeah I, I just I don't see it. Um, I don't know with what he's put on film this year. I don't know how any team would be able to put him under center. I, I could see maybe him taking a year or two off, maybe trying one more last comeback. But he, yeah, whatever's going on with his throwing arm, you know, he doesn't look the same as he was back when he was prime camp. Yet, yet, like mobily, I think he does. You know, like the leg-wise, I think he, you know, he, he looks the same. But there, yeah, there's something wrong with the shoulder that you know either he's got to have fixed or you know he's he's done. Yeah, because uh, yeah, it's not good enough right now. Yep. So, uh, but with that said, um, yeah, the Jets defense has been playing really well as of late. Um, two just re- really strong performances against uh, 
the Rams two weeks ago, who had a lot to play for, and against the Browns last week, who also had a lot to play for. Uh, you know, defense looked great. Sam Darnold's making some strides here uh, late on in the year, so um, I'm I'm expecting that the uh, the Jets will be able to cover the three here, and uh, I think they got a good chance of winning this one out, right? Yeah, no, I'm I'm just looking at the Jets' last seven games, and you know they have two two duds against the Dolphins and Seahawks, but all the other ones were one possession games where they are. I mean, it was right up to the end. So I I mean, last seven weeks, I'll probably say that the Jets are playing better than the Patriots. You know, I know the Patriots had that crazy win against the the Chargers with all the special team mishaps, but you know what they put on film last week. Um, you know, wasn't pretty and, you know, I, I'm just going to lean with the hotter team right now. And, uh, yeah, Jets, they they already, they already pissed away that first pick. So, you know, what the hell they, they're, they're just playing for wins at this point. You got to love to see it. <laughs> yep. So yeah, I'm going Jets. I'm going money line. All right. Uh, Robbie also on the Jets. So we're all riding the Jets here. Uh, all feeling pretty good about it. Um, which is I think the first time we could say that all year. <laughs> Uh, next game up, uh, we're back to a game with uh, pretty significant uh, playoff implications here. It's the Dallas Cowboys heading up to New York to take on the Giants. Uh, Giants are one and a half point underdogs at home with the over under set at 44 and a half in this one. Adam, I'll turn it over to you. What do you think happens here? I like the Cowboys. Uh, you know, our Aria Grande is a dangerous woman. Uh, I think the Cowboys in this NFC East that has been terrible is a dangerous team. Um, I don't I don't think anybody wants to face the Cowboys if they make the playoffs. I, I This line really sort of shocked me because it started at three, um, you know, Giants plus three, and it's moved down to minus or Giants one and a half, plus one and a half. And, and for the life of me, I don't understand why. Um, Giants for the last four weeks have just looked pitiful. Um, you know, the close games that they were in for the first, you know, 12 weeks of the year seen, I don't know, something, something looks off with this Giants team. Um, or on the other end, the Cowboys are really finding their stride. I think they're getting back, they're getting healthy. Um, I, I, adding Randy Gregory mid-year uh, has really helped their pass rush. He had a huge game against the Eagles, probably the best player on that defense right now. Um, but yeah, their their defense is coming into form. I think they're starting to run the ball. They're getting healthier on the O line. Um, yeah, I, I I just think yeah, they're they're too much is in their favor for them to to lose this game in a must win. So yeah, give me the Cowboys all day. Love them. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I like the Cowboys. I like that. Uh, <laughs> I like that Ariana Grande reference. <laughs> I'm wondering if. Uh, Daniel Jones is going to be able to move side to side uh, <laughs> with the same string. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm on the Cowboys here. Uh, they're playing really well as of late. Um, you know, they just, uh, they're just they stringing some wings together here, uh, you know, in must-win games. Uh, very similar to kind of how the Bears are playing. Uh, they kind of beat up on some weaker teams and gotten some wins that they needed to have, and now they're in a chance to – you know, possibly sneak into the playoffs here. But, uh, you know, Giants are going to be coming out hungry. But I just got to, you know, when I look at, like, the last three weeks of tape that each of these teams has put out there, I mean, I the Giants have shown nothing. They've looked really bad, which is uh, surprising because, I mean, they were one of the hottest teams in the NFL before that. Uh, but they've really fallen off. And, uh, you know, Cowboys, on the other hand, are, you know, really hitting their stride. And I, I think uh, you got to ride the hot team here and uh, – you know, I think Zeke and the boys are going to be able to 
get this one done. Yeah, just too many playmakers. I know the Giants, are, they've had a good year for what talent on their team and what all the injuries, but I, you know, I, they're, they're just uh, overmatched in this matchup. Yep. And uh, Robbie, also on the Cowboys, so that's going to make it all three on the boys for us this week. All right, next game up, we've got the uh, Atlanta Falcons heading into Tampa Bay to take on the Bucks. Bucks are six and a half point favorites at home in this one, with an over under set at fifty and a half. Um, I, I'm going to be riding on the Bucks here, but I think this is something where the Bucks might be playing for seeding, but they don't have a shot at the uh, at the division. So um, yeah, I think it remains kind of to be seen. Like how much of an effort you know might the Bucks put out there in this one? Uh, because of that, I'm this isn't going to be a game I'm going to bet just because I you know like I don't really know what to expect. But you know if the Bucks were going to come out, go all out and try to win the game just to try to improve their seating and to uh, give themselves a chance against a worse you know team, hopefully play that uh, NFC East winner then uh, I think they should be able to cover the 6.5 here. But I think there's also a chance that Tom Brady sits and uh, maybe some key players are taken out of the defense and, um, you know, they just kind of punt this one over to the Falcons. So uh, it's going to be a no play for me. But uh, if anything, I'd lean Bucks. Yeah, I'm going to lean Bucks here. I mean, if they lose and the Rams win, they'll flop seeding. And, you know, I I just don't – the only person I'd see – Getting a rest here would be Tom Brady at half if they're up. Um, but I, I, I mean, I, I think otherwise they're full go. I know Mike Evans. Uh, I think I think he's like sixty yards away from a thousand. I know Bruce Arians came out and said that's one of their goals this week is to get get him to break. I think it would set an all time record passing Randy Moss for seven straight thousand yards seasons to start a career. Wow. Yeah. yeah, so big big Mike Evans, hell of a wideout. But uh. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm leaning the Bucks here. They've they've really impressed me the last couple of weeks. They've they've destroyed their opponents. Uh, really coming into form. I, this Falcons team has been they've been a Falcons team. I think the, the last two weeks they've lost by a field goal when they've missed missed a field goal at the end to tie it. it Young way. Yeah, you 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 can't script a a, a better seasons for the Falcons and the amount of just close heartbreaking losses and yeah. leads they've blown but um yeah I'm 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 still gonna lean Bucks I know Robbie's on the Falcons here and I I, I you know I see his side and they've, they've been pre- playing pretty good in interdivision game but I, I just think the Bucks right now are rolling a little bit too much for for me to fade yep yeah I agree with you uh so you and I both on the Bucks in this one and uh Robbie Lone wolfing it on the Falcons. All right, it's uh, it's the moment that we've all been waiting for. It's uh, Bears Packers. Uh, Bears are at home in this one, and they are five point underdogs with the over under set at fifty two. Um, Adam, I'll turn it over to you. What do you got for us on this one? Man, it's a, it's a full R Kelly situation for me right now. Oh, wow. <laughs> my, my my heart's my head's telling me no, but my body's telling me Bears money line. Wow, you know, uh, <laughs> I you know, it, it, like I I will not advise anybody to bet the Bears this week, but I'm putting a money line. And as far as the analysis goes, I mean, if 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 the Bears come out and they commit to a 
I, I guess a run centric offense where you know it's it's a lot of uh, play action reads uh, where you know you're involved in Mitch in the run game. I think they will have success against the Packers. <clears throat> you saw in the last two weeks, I think against the Packers, you saw the opponents sort of change their game plan to a more read option, and it, it's worked for the second half of both teams. I know that both end up losing, but yeah, I think if they can. <clears throat> Get Mitch involved in the run game and on defense, you know, not just sit back and let Aaron Rodgers carve you up. If you're going to go out, I, I think you got to go out blitzing and, you know, giving exotic looks. And, you know, I, I, I think that's your best chance of stopping this this defense. Um, I, I mean, the, their defense is about as healthy as they've been all year. We just got the news of Bakhtiari. Um, you know, I I wouldn't advise it, but I'm going Bears money line. Well, um, Robbie would advise it. He's locking up Bears money line. It's a lock. No. Um, you know, I you're making good points, and um, I had Pack minus five. Uh, admittedly, before the Bakhtiari injury, I'm gonna stay on the Packers here. I just think, you know, Mitch historically has not had his best games against the Packers. Um, and I'm concerned that, you know, it's it's not like the Packers are going to be taking it easy. They still have a lot to play for. They're going for the one seed. And they looked as good as they've had all year last year. Yeah. Week. They, yeah. they looked dominant. Um, there's just so many playmakers. Uh, you know, Aaron Jones is playing really well. Devontae Adams, uh, obviously, I mean, he can't be stopped. Um you know, he's he's looking like the best wide receiver in football. And uh you know, it's they've got a strong defense that uh, you know, comes to play. Granted the Bears play play calling has been better the last few weeks and you know, they've been putting up points, but you know, their last four opponents haven't been the strongest teams in the league. Um I I don't know. I just Something I, I'm I'm worried that this is a this is a blowout Packers win uh, where the Packers are are motivated as ever just to a keep their rival out of the playoffs and b lock up a bye for themselves uh, even on the road here I think the Packers can cover the five but I really hope I'm wrong. Uh, all right, so uh, next game up we're heading out west and it's the Las Vegas Raiders taking on the Denver Broncos, uh, where the Broncos are two point underdogs at home. With the over/under set at fifty and a half, uh, Adam, we'll start with you. What are your thoughts on this one? I love the Broncos here. Um, I'm gonna take a money line at home, and they're gonna be my lock of the week. It's a lock. No. I mean, this is a tough one. Uh, both these teams technically had nothing to play for, but I feel like the Broncos probably got a little bit more to play for. I think something about John Gruden and Mayock make me want to believe that. You know, if there's any coaching tandem, GM tandem in a league that would tank a game for a draft pick, it's them, uh, for sure. They, I mean, they they sort of did that in their first year taking over. Um, you know, they they've blown two terrible leads the last two weeks to get them out of playoff contention. Um, at this point, well, what's another loss for a better playoff selection? But I mean, the Broncos they still got a lot to play for. They still got a lot of unknowns. Uh, Drew Locke, they need to evaluate him. Um, you know, that's going to be probably their major offseason decision. Um, and, you know, this is the team that's kept games close all year. So this this is nothing new for them. Give me the uh, give me a team that 
you know, a little bit on even even keel and uh, two point dog at home in an interdivision game. Uh, lock him up. All right. Yeah, I agree with you, Adam. I like the Broncos as well. Um, you know, the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders have just not looked very good at all. Their defense is really struggling. Um, and then you combine that with the fact that the Broncos have just an extra gear uh, when they play at home. Uh, they, they're you know a much better team. Uh, inside their own building, and um, I was kind of surprised that the Broncos actually weren't favored in this one, kind of considering some of the struggles that the Raiders have had. Um, I saw something. This is uh, this is Gruden's third year as coach, yep. right? Um, so I saw through three seasons, um, John Gruden actually has a worse record than Tom Cable and Jack Del Rio had uh, when they were coaching the Raiders, and both were fired after the third seasons. Um, so interesting, interesting to think about it in that context. I don't think Gruden's I, close to losing his job. Yeah, Jack Del Rio was good. good. Tom Cable, wow, yeah, that, that surprised me. Yeah, it was it was surprising. Um, so I I don't think Gruden's in danger of losing his job or anything. I mean, he's got like a ten year deal. Um, but bad collapse. Yeah, yeah, they just uh, I don't know something about the way that team is built though. It's uh. You know they're not very strong on the defensive front, and uh, yeah, they got uh, they got Abrams on uh, defense, but uh, that's really their only true impact player out there. Um, you know they they got work to do on the defensive side of the ball. But as far as this game goes, I I think the Broncos can win this one outright. I feel pretty good about it myself. Um, you know I I think it's a I think it's a big game for Drew Locke. I think uh, you know Broncos gonna end the season on a high note here, so I'm on Broncos plus two. Robbie, for what it's worth, also on Broncos plus two. So that's one we're all agreeing on here. Uh, next up, we've got the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Colts. Uh, Colts are at home in this one, and they are 14-point favorites where the over-under is 50. Uh, Adam, why don't you start this one off? Yeah, These Jags got the Colts week one. Uh, haven't won since. They're not going to win here. Uh, I think the Colts cover this line easily. I, this this could be a, just a, an obliteration there. I I don't care who's starting for the Jags, whether it's Minshew, Glennon. Um, I, the Colts are going to cover 14 here. That in a must-win game, that, I mean, they could even win and not get in. Uh, they're going to need some help, um, but they, they're going to do their 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 job in um, destroying this Jags team. Uh yeah, there's not really much else to say. The Jag, the Jags got their their wish this season. They got they got the first pick. They're gonna get Trevor Lawrence, so it's a winning season for them. I just want to see Philip Rivers in the playoffs one more time. That's all. That's that's my wish. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I'd like I'd like to see Phil get one more shot at it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Colts Colts are like a well-rounded team. They can definitely beat anybody on any given week. They're just uh, yeah, they're inconsistent. They really laid an egg last week by blowing that one to the Steelers when they were up that big. But, um, you know, they outmatched the Jaguars here. Like you said, Adam, I mean, they lost that week one game, but uh, it's been, uh, you know, an entirely different story for these two teams uh, ever since that mark uh, where the Jags just haven't been able to get anything going and the Colts have, uh, you know, they've been a well-balanced team. And uh, I, I think, um, you know, especially on the offensive side of the bowl, the Colts have looked uh, much better the last uh, 
you know, four to six weeks, really. And I think that continues here. So I think earlier on in the year, maybe a 14-point line on the Colts would, you know, terrify me. But uh, not worried about it here where the Jaguars are, um, you know, one of the worst defenses in football. And um, I think the Colts will be taking advantage and uh, really trying to light it up to make sure they can uh, get in the playoffs. Uh, Robbie also on the Colts with us this week. So all three of us like Colts minus 14 at home. All right, uh, back out west, it's the L.A. Chargers taking on the Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead. Chiefs are three-and-a-half-point underdogs at home as Pat Mahomes and uh, most of the uh, starters will be resting as they've locked up the one seed. The over-under in this one is set at 44. Um, I'm going to go with the Chargers here. Um, I, I think this is uh, I think this is one of the games I actually felt kind of uh, good about just because I, I think this Chiefs team has been kind of coasting anyway and now that they've been able to lock up that one seed um, you know it's going to be mostly backups in there the whole game uh, whereas the Chargers uh, they played the Chiefs close already once in the year when the Chiefs were firing on all cylinders and uh, you know I think uh, this is Herbert's last shot to uh, to showcase his big season uh, his breakout campaign and uh, I think he goes out with a bang here on the road. I think uh, Chargers are going to be able to put up a good amount of points here, and um, you know the backup unit for the Chiefs I don't think will be able to uh, you know really keep up with the Chargers' offense in this one. So I'm going Chargers plus three and a half. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I I agree. I feel pretty good about the Chargers this week. Uh, Anthony Lynn getting three straight three point victories. Whoever who would have ever thought? <laughs> you know, uh, I think I think these guys have a lot to play for. Um, for one, Anthony Lynn, his his job. I mean, that's probably first and foremost. I think if he comes out, they get a, you know, pretty, uh, you know, pretty good win against the Chiefs. Um, you know, he, he probably has a good shot at saving his job with all the all the injuries and whatnot that they went through this year. Um, whereas the Chiefs, you know, that they, they got the first first round by locked up. They're they're looking towards the postseason and and, and another repeat. Um, you know, I yeah. I just, I'd have a hard time picking the Chiefs backups here against the Chargers. I, I just think the Chargers got a lot more mojo to play for. Yep. And Robbie's side with us as well here. Robbie also picking Chargers uh, minus three and a half here on the road. Uh, so all three of us uh, like the Chargers this week. Next up, uh, really important game here. Uh, very possible loser go home. Uh, it's the Arizona Cardinals taking on the Los Angeles Rams in L.A. Rams are three-and-a-half-point underdogs with the over-under set at 39-and-a-half. Uh, again, as Adam pointed out earlier on in the show, Rams are going to be without uh, Daryl Henderson and Jared Goff. Jared Goff had surgery to repair a broken thumb on his throwing hand. One more injury in that one. Cooper Cup is out with COVID. Cooper Cup so also out with COVID. That's big loss for them. Yeah, so... Uh, Rams really uh, getting hit at the wrong time in a game they need. Um, so if the Cardinals were to win and the Bears were to win, the Rams would be uh, on the outside looking in and, and they would miss the playoffs, um, as crazy as that seems. So um, we'll we'll see what happens here. But I, I actually I like the Cardinals here, uh, minus the three and a half. I just I don't really have any confidence in um, – the uh, backup quarterback situation for the Rams. If if Goff was playing, I'd feel better about it. But 
ultimately, I mean, I think I have to side with uh, Kyler Murray and and just kind of hope that that uh, Cardinals offense can put something together against you know a tough Rams D that's really going to have to play their ass off uh, to give them a chance to win. In, as far as I'm concerned, but uh, I, I'm going to lean with the Cardinals here. Uh, just too many tough breaks here for the Rams at the wrong time. I'm actually going to go the opposite way. I'm going to take the Rams with the points here and uh, feel pretty confident about it. Um, one thing with the Rams is they're going to be well coached in in all situations, and cannot say the same for the Cardinals, and especially with uh, Cliff Kingsbury's play calling the last couple of weeks. It, it, I mean, pretty much all year, it's been left a lot to be desired. Um, some untimely, just bad, bad goofs from uh, Cliff Kingsbury, but. You know, in this matchup, I think the Rams, I mean, their defense is going to win today. I think they're going to make Kyler run the ball with his banged-up leg. Um, they're not going to let him, you know, beat him up through the air. I think with Jalen Ramsey going to be shadowing DeAndre Hopkins, they're going to find they're going to need a playmaker, and I'm not sure if they're going to have one that's going to step up. And on the other side, you know, the Rams, they got a good scheme to run game, and uh, you saw what a good scheme run game can do to this Cardinals offense last week on uh, on Christmas uh, with the 49ers. They just torched them up. Uh, Jeff Wilson had a huge day. So, I, you know, I, I don't have a lot of confidence in this Cardinals team. I think they're heading the wrong direction, and I think the Rams barely get in with Wolford, um, make enough plays to get the job done. And I actually like them money line here. Oh, all right. Uh, Robbie, right there with you, going uh, Rams plus three and a half. So um, both you guys on the Rams, Omline and Cardinals should be a uh, you know really interesting game to watch. Yeah, really do or die type of matchup. So uh, we'll see how that one plays out. Um, all right, next up we've got the Seahawks taking on the Niners. Uh, Niners are five and a half point favorites here, with the over under set at forty six. Um, I'm going to be on the Seahawks here, uh, minus the five and a half on the road. I just think that, um, you know, they're, uh, they've still got something to play for. They're still gunning for uh, a potential one seed if the bears were to beat the Packers. Um, so, you know, they could still uh, earn that first round by, which is crazy to think, um, considering, you know, how ugly things have looked for them really the last like month and a half. Um, but you know, they're, I think they'll come out hungry here. Um, it's really tough to, uh, take the Seahawks to cover a large number right now. Um, you know, they really haven't shown that they're capable of that lately. Uh, but I, I think, uh, they're going to be able to, uh, barely squeak this one out. This isn't going to be a game I bet. Um, it's just, uh, I don't know. Seahawks, I'm just not comfortable betting on the Seahawks offense to cover a number at this point lately, but uh, if I had to lean any side, it would be Seahawks. But, Adam, interested to get your thoughts. Yeah, I'm going to lean 49ers. Uh, I liked what I saw out of their team last week in a you know similar situation where they don't really have anything to play for other than to play spoiler. Uh, they, they came out motivated, um, and that was probably the best their run games looked all year. Um, getting George Kittle back, man, he's the piece that makes that offense run. Um best blocker tied in in the league and you know get him in the open field you're gonna need three four guys to tackle him but um yeah i i I really think he's the difference maker in this one and you know i I definitely think the seahawks are gonna pull this one out but it would not shock me if this came down to a final possession field goal um but yeah seahawks they have not played well enough for me to favor them in a matchup where you know they're they're giving away five and a half points 
on the road to an interdivision team. I know this game is in Phoenix, but 49ers have been in Phoenix for like five weeks now in a row. So, I, I mean, I don't know how, how much that is a disadvantage. But, uh, yeah, give me the 49ers. Yep. And uh, once again, Robbie's siding with you. He likes the 49ers plus the five and a half uh, as well. So uh, we'll see. Um, you know, it uh, could be interesting. They, you know, if they have a chance to lock up that one seed, uh, you know, uh, it'll be interesting to see how far they push it. But uh, yeah, like you said, offenses really struggled to uh, put up any points. So you know, even if they are going all out, uh, it might be tough for them to cover that number. All right, next up, we've got the uh, New Orleans Saints taking on the Carolina Panthers on the road, uh, where the Panthers are six and a half point underdogs at home, and the over/under is at forty-seven and a half. Um, so, the Saints also playing for a potential one seed if the Packers were to lose. Um, so, Adam, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe that the Saints win, and the Packers lose, they get the one seed. If the Packers lose and the Saints win and the Seahawks also Seahawks have the tiebreaker of the three okay if the Seahawks lose and the Saints win they'll get the tiebreaker over so the Saints need two losses they need the Seahawks to lose and the Packers to lose got it so but they're still playing for the one seed um I think uh you know the Saints they're still trying to kind of get their offense uh back in stride and I think they still have you know a good need for a lot of like live reps here to get kind of uh in shape and and ready for the playoffs you know this is an aging team that's kind of given it you know another go here at a playoff run and and a potential Super Bowl run um but you know you only get so many chances at this and it seems like this is definitely a team kind of on the twilight of their dynasty uh so you don't know how many cracks they're going to get at so I think Sean Payton's taking these games very seriously. He's going to want to see uh, his team playing well, and I don't expect him to take his uh, foot off the gas pedal at all. So I like the uh, Saints minus 6.5 here. I think they're able to cover that. Yeah, this line this line sort of surprised me. I mean, I, I would imagine this would be the same line as if this game was taking place in Week 7. You know, uh, That's how I sort of feel about both these teams on a talent, talent scale. But, you know, I'm taking the home team with 6.5 points in this matchup. Uh, fully expect the Saints to win, but it, I mean the way the Panthers been playing. I know two weeks ago they sort of mounted a comeback against the uh, Packers on the road. Last week they they won a really good game against the team. Um, but yeah, I, I mean you know they they played hard for Matt Rule all year. I, I wouldn't expect that to stop now. Um, but I, I just think you know they're going to be able to have success throwing the ball and. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if they kept this close enough to be within six and a half points. Probably not going to bet this game, but uh, if I had to, I'd lean Panthers with the points. All right. Uh, next game up, or Robbie also on the Panthers here this week. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll see. And yet another one. We're on the lone wolf in it here on the Saints. Uh, next game up, we've got the Tennessee Titans taking on the Houston Texans. Uh, Titans are seven and a half point favorites on the road with the over under set at 56. Uh, Adam, why don't you start this one off? Like the Titans here. Uh, Texans has got, they, they're, they're a shell of a team. They got two players out there. It's Deshaun Watson and JJ Watt. And, and you know, I, I, after what JJ Watt said in that press conference at the end of the game last week, they, they, they should have a lot to play for, but 
Um, I mean, I, I got a feeling that most of these guys that are playing for the Texans right now probably shouldn't necessarily be on an NFL roster. So I don't care how hard you're trying. It's And this Titans team, um, you know, they have Super Bowl aspirations. So for them to be in a winning in situation in Week 17, they're going to come out. And I, I think Derrick Henry might have 200 yards in this game. They're going to – I wouldn't surprise me if they win this game by three touchdowns. So, yeah, I'm, I'm all in on the Titans. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, you made uh, a lot of good points there. I, I agree. I think uh, you know this Texans team is kind of in disarray, and it's uh, it's kind of a one man band over there. It's uh, you know they rely so much on Deshaun Watson, and he just have, doesn't have the supporting cast right now uh, to to take that team very far. And uh, you know, with the Titans motivated and needing a win, um, I fully expect them to uh, come out firing on all cylinders. I think. Like you said, and they're going to lean heavily on Derrick Henry and what they do best to try to lock this one up. Um, I expect the offense to uh, put on a show, and I think they're able to cover the seven and a half easy. And uh, Robbie agrees; he's got this one as one of his confident picks. So, all three of us think the Titans can cover that seven and a half number. All right, last game of the week, we've got the uh, Washington Football Team taking on the Philadelphia Eagles on the road. Uh, the Eagles are two point underdogs at home. With the over/under set at 43 and a half, right now the thought is that uh, both scary Terry McLaurin and Alex Smith will be good to go in this game, uh, but they did miss practice on Wednesday, so it is still a little up in the air. But the thought is that uh, you know they should be good to go. Um, and with that being said, and as that you know, with that caveat, uh, with Alex Smith starting, I'm going to go team here. I like them to uh, cover the minus two. Eagles are eliminated, and they've been playing better under Jalen Hurts. But, uh, you know, Washington's a completely different team uh, with Alex Smith under center. Uh, you know, they just seem to gel far better, and, uh, you know, the defense is able to actually catch a breather uh, without Haskins turning it over left and right. And uh, I, I think it makes a difference. I think, you know, it's um, this this Washington team is never going to be favored by a big number uh, just based on the way they play, but... Um, I think they should be able to cover the two here. I think we forget, uh, as it's been a few weeks without Alex Smith, what they've looked like, uh, you know, before he was injured. So um, I think this is a return to form there, and I like uh, the team to cover the two. Yeah, I've been team team all year. Um, I'm gonna have to fade them this week. You know, I, I know all those guys are playing. I know Antonio Gibson came back last week, but. I don't think those guys are all 100%. I know they're playing, they're, they're trying to get their team into the playoffs, but you know, I from what I saw last week out of Antonio Gibson and I'm just worried that they're they're maybe at 80% where you know, they probably need to be at 100% for them to win this game. Um defense, you know, they're going to have the advantage. I know the Eagles have been banged up all year. They're getting even more banged up after last week's injuries. Um but I I just think Jalen Hurts is a difference maker here. He's probably the best offensive player on either side of the ball of late. Um, and, you know, it, it's, a, it's a big game for him. This could be his audition for, um, you know, 2021 starter for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. So if he, he shows out here, gets a big win for the Eagles, you know, it probably cements him as the starter going into 2021. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Eagles here. I'm going to take a money line. Uh, this, I, I see this one as a 50-50 toss-up. Um, so yeah, give me the Eagles at the home, the, give me the home team with the points. All right. 
Uh, Robbie also siding with you on this one with the Eagles, so lone wolfing it again. Um, for what it's worth, we'll take a look at uh, where we're at in terms of our a total season win loss record. So right now, um, Adam, you're coming in the best at 119, 111, and nine pushes. So 119 and 111, eight games over. Um, I'm at 117 and 113. And Robbie is at 116 and 114. So got to make up a little ground on you here this week. Yeah, I think me and Robbie had some similar ones where yeah. he can't. I don't even know if he could catch me. but uh, Yeah, he, yeah you guys agreed on a lot. I, I went contrarian this week. Um, so we'll see. We'll see if I'm able to catch you. But, uh, yeah. In terms of our uh, our lead pipe locks, we'll, we'll summarize it again here. Adam, you went Broncos money line. Uh, Robbie did Bears money line. And then I did Bills minus one. For our podcast parlay, we're going to go with the Ravens minus 12.5 on the road against the Bengals. We feel really good about uh, you know the way the Ravens have been playing the last month and a half, and we think they're going to be able to continue that. Uh, we also like the Colts minus 14 against the Jaguars. Uh, Jags are just trying to uh, essentially yeah, get into the clubhouse here at this point and, and you know, put a bow on this season and just try to get out of here. Um, and, uh, you know, they've already got that number one pick locked up. Meanwhile, the Colts are, you know, fighting for their playoff lives. So I think the Colts come out motivated and, uh, you know, they're able to cover the 14. And then finally, we really like the Cowboys. Uh, minus one and a half on the road against the Giants. Very similar situation where the Cowboys are, uh, you know, fighting for their playoff lives out there. So um, we're, uh, we're going Cowboys one and a half. But uh, that will do it for this week's episode of... Want to thank you guys for tuning in uh, all year, and uh, again, just a reminder that we'll be uh, having playoff episodes here each week uh, up through uh, the Super Bowl. So, uh, look forward to uh, taking you guys uh, through the postseason. But uh, until next week, good luck, everybody. Happy, happy New Year.